not my theory bitch shorts the side quest to our main podcast we have an interesting short episode i let my co-host explain what it is this feud is a little bit different from the others with respect to the fact that one of the contenders in this fight is way older than the other one but still existed at the same time well obviously one of our contenders has to be pythagoras because he was quirky and his rival here is the thousands of year old crop the fava bean so it it's a human versus a crop like a human versus a plant <laughs> yes this is the story of how pythagoras had tremendous hate for fava bean and how fava bean did not know pythagoras existed <laughs> fava bean couldn't care so before so before we get into the actual feud let's get a background on our two rivals so can you tell us about who pythagoras was we all know the pythagorean theorem from our math lectures probably from our middle school the triangle theorem and pythagoras was really famous and known to have made the theorem interesting fact he did not like most scientific achievements it was already ex- the theorem already existed for thousands of years in other civilizations like the ancient egyptian ancient chinese and ancient indian in their own variations the fact that this theorem is attributed to pythagoras is because maybe as a professor he made this theory really popular he was very well known as a mathematician but also he was not one which is really weird because he's known as one he was more of a professor he he used to teach math in to his followers and that is putting it really lightly yeah when when i think uh he says teaching math i think mean he means more of um worshiping numbers I've heard of Pythagoras having this shady cult thing with numbers can you explain that to me The first rule of Pythagorean cult was to not talk about Pythagorean cult Ooh He just had a really uh, he just had a bunch of people and together I think he was the leader of this cult and like you already mentioned they worshiped numbers and they had this weird kind of rules uh that they were supposed to follow and most of these rules were set by Pythagoras himself uh the cult was also it also existed because of the very well um, the cult also existed because of the high popularity of Pythagoras during his lifetime so okay now coming to okay so we get an inside on Pythagoras he's this weird cult leader who deals in numbers in the afterlife where does fava beans come in all of this can you can you like can you give us a hint on like why fava beans is a contender here and also just like a history on fava beans fava beans is a crop so the history is basically that it probably came to be thousands of years ago uh it's it's actually one of the oldest crops to ever exist in human agriculture it's been documented to be used in egyptian rituals and in the daily food in the ancient roman i mean roman is not so ancient in this timeline but in the roman agriculture scenario fava beans were also a lot used a lot in the middle eastern civilizations back then because of its um capacity to grow in dry and arid areas fava beans were a brilliant source of food yes 
but they were also kind of important in the spiritual aspect of civilizations egyptians have been noted to offer or sacrifice stuff to the gods and most of this included the fava beans kings have sacrificed thousands and thousands of jars of fava beans to the gods to appease them uh, in fact I, if I remember right, I was not alive then, <laughs> but from what I yes. read, uh, um, Egyptian priests were not allowed to eat fava beans because they were the uh, sacred fruit as well as forbidden fruit per se. I mean, they're not a fruit, but just in the way of saying, yeah. So if fava beans were such great nutrition and everybody reward them, gave them to their deities, why was Pythagoras not on board with this? Yeah, there are multiple reasons why we think Pythagoras would have hated fava beans and most of them are related to some or the other symbolism. Um, now, fava beans, according to one of these theories, they look like male and female genitalia together and Pythagoras did not want to put that in his Understandably. mouth. Understandably. Basically. Fava beans also apparently looked like heads of humans and in Pythagoras' eyes it was equivalent to eating your parents' heads, which is weird. I, If you say understandably here, you would be weird as well. I mean, at well. this point, I'm just wondering if Pythagoras had an overactive imagination. I am just wondering if Pythagoras was on shrooms when he first saw fava beans and he's just like, wow, <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> There's one more theory about how the fava bean crop has hollow veins, which most crops do, but uh, the theory was that Pythagoras attributed these veins as entrances to the Hades realm of hell, and therefore these beans should not be con- consumed. In fact, he was so strict about fava beans that his followers were banned from ever eating fava beans. Right, weren't his followers also vegetarian, if I remember correctly? Yes, they're not supposed to eat meat and fava beans. It's kind of like a very... Imagine if you had a modern um, group of people. I don't want to say cult, but like a group of people who just said, oh, you're, oh yeah, I'm on a strictly vegan diet and we don't eat fava beans either. You know how bad it is for the environment. So you're saying that Pythagoreans and those in Pythagoras' cult were... What? Environmentally conscious? I mean, they were they were environmentally conscious before their time. They didn't know it, but they were they were po- they were positively impacting the planet. By not eating fava beans, I I seriously <laughs> do not think that's I, by being vegetarian maybe, but by not consuming fava beans, no. I like fava beans. Yeah. Oh, also, also, so this these are so many theories as to why Pythagoras hated fava beans. Um, there's a more modern theory that is more scientific as to why um, Pythagoras would have hated fava beans. And one of them is that he might have been allergic to them. Uh, and the other is that he was, and the other is that he might have had fa- favism. Favism is basically a genetic disorder. You can read more about it. We'll link it in our blog. Um, but I like the theory that he was probably allergic to them because that gives us a reason uh, to say that fava beans also hated Pythagoras. Maybe he just consumed them and then he had an allergic reaction when he was younger and then he started hating them, started staying away from them and made up all these reasons so that his cult followers would also not eat fava beans. 
kind of like a personal grudge on a crop and preventing it from being consumed by any other people. Or maybe he was just nice and did not want his followers to also go through what he did. From what I, from my reading, isn't there also a theory that says that he probably didn't like fava beans because they just cause a lot of gas? And I don't think farting is a very nice cult activity to do together. It could be a reason, but then it would be the least interesting reason. Like, oh yeah, fava beans make me gassy. I hate them. I mean, it's a legitimate reason. I don't think. I don't think I would want to smell my followers' um, gases every time we are having a spiritual meeting, devoting ourselves to numbers. Could be. I mean, yeah, I could see this happening. But like, I like the scientific and medical theories more. Like I said again, because then the power of beans also kind of treating Pythagoras as an enemy and not as a person they don't care about. So, how does this feud end? Is there any repercussion to their uh, conflict? Fava beans faced no repercussions whatsoever in any form, but Pythagoras did. Now, since Pythagoras was a cult leader, he was bound to have made enemies, and he did obviously. And ancient Greeks did not play around with the enemies. He was being followed by a group of individuals. This is again a theory, right? He was probably being followed by a group of individuals um, who belonged to probably um, a rival faction. Maybe the pro-fava bean faction, we don't know. And in, in in order to escape from them, he would have had to cross a field of fava bean. And since he had vowed to stay away from them, he decided not to and he got caught. So in a way, it was the fava beans that ultimately caused his demise. It's retribution. It's deserved retribution. It's almost like the fava bean skull-shaped, genitalia-shaped laugh as he gets dragged by his enemies away. <laughs> I like to think that the Fava Beans recruited those followers and the followers made sure to lead him to a way where the Fava Bean crop would have come forward, you know? Researchers, if you're listening to this, please investigate the mind control uh, capabilities of Fava Beans. We, I think we're on to something here. Yeah, so that's basically the feud of how Pythagoras' hate towards Fava Beans ultimately led to his demise. Um, and yes, it's weird to say the least. Thankfully, um, we still have Fava Beans and they still give us really nice falafels. So Pythagoras did not succeed in influencing his followers all that much to continue uh, their distaste for Fava Beans. At least it didn't spread to the rest of like the world or else we just have this We'd have a very useful crop go to waste. And also no falafels, which is just sad. Uh, we have a clear winner in this feud here. Fava beans ultimately led... They killed off their rival, which I think then they finally acknowledged. Because he gained too much power. So yeah, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions about this feud or the next, you can always reach us, follow, like, subscribe and share. On social media, we're on Instagram. And you can listen to us on any podcast platform of your choosing. If you want to rotate per week do that i'm sure the pot every podcast platform is going to be very happy if you like this platform do rate and rate it it helps us reach more people as well if you have suggestions for other feuds that we can tackle reach out to us on nmtb.podcast at gmail.com yeah have a wonderful day bye bye